You're listening to episode 198 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today, guys, I'm really excited about this one because I have been kind of hinting that I was going to do a little bit of a mini series for a while now all about pitching and publicity. I am really, really passionate about this because I see too many people missing really crucial opportunities to get in front of the eyes and ears that they so desperately want to be in front of and that they deserve to be in front of, but they're, they're missing the mark on how to get there. And I really want to help you to take that next step and to put yourself out there in a way that is absolutely going to help you to level up. It's going to help you to reach the people who need to hear your story and your message. And it's going to help you to, to change lives and to have a massive impact, which is what I'm all about. So super excited about this one. Um, this is actually going to be a two part series. So it's going to be this episode and the next episode, episode 199. I cannot believe we're almost on 200 episodes, <laughs> but that's a separate whole issue. Um, and before we jump in, I also want to remind you that every single day right now, I am going live at 8 a.m. Eastern. Um, until this pandemic situation that we're in is over. So I'm going live every single day, 8 a.m. Eastern over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach and over on Facebook, uh, my Facebook page at Emily Goff Coaching. Uh, I'll link both of them in the show notes. And we're talking a lot about online business and uh, entrepreneurship, podcasting, um, things like pitching yourself, uh, mental health, it, all of the types of things that are kind of coming up right now and things that are just going to help you to build a, a better business. And I might even hopefully be able to give you something that makes you, uh, be a better human. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, that's, that's hopefully like that, that's the intention, but we'll, we'll see how that actually goes. Um, I've really been enjoying them. Uh, they're so much fun. I, I have people who are popping on every day who are interacting and just love it. And the entire goal of it is connection and building connection with each other, because I think that that's so crucial right now. And it's such an important part of, of our daily lives that we're having to work a lot harder for right now because we can't, we can't physically see people. We can't connect in a lot of the ways that we're used to. And I want to create a space where you can connect with others and, and where, where we can connect um, because I'm really missing that too. I, we all are. We're all really, really missing that connection. And that's a really important part of being human is, is connection. That's what keeps us going. So I wanted to, uh, really create something that would help you to hopefully feel more connected. And, uh, one of the best things I know how to do is to teach. So when in doubt I, I teach because I love it. I genuinely enjoy it. And I'm hoping that I can, uh, offer you, um, some, some things or, or some tools that you can maybe, uh, adopt into your business or, or into your everyday life that might 
help you in this time that is so crazy and unprecedented. Is unprecedented going to be the word of 2020? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yes, this is a two-part series and how I'm dividing this up is in this episode, episode uh, one, part one, we're going to go through why pitching well is so important and some examples of some poor pitches that I've gotten, because I want to show you what I'm seeing happen that is, is going wrong so that then you can learn how to do it right. Uh, because then in part two, we're going to, I'm going to be teaching you how to do a really solid, proper pitch that also builds relationships and establishes trust at the same time, both with the person that you're pitching to and with the people that you're trying to reach in general as well. Because you, you've heard me talk about this before. I'm, I'm so passionate about this is that trust factor is absolutely crucial. It is so necessary to building a business and to just, again, kind of life in general, like we have to have that trust with other human beings. And that is what builds things like connection. And, and that is built through things like, you know, vulnerability and, and showing up and even when things feel hard and uncomfortable. So this is what I'm really excited about. And I'm super pumped about this mini series. I've been thinking about doing this for months. Um, yeah, I've kind of talked about it on Instagram a few times. I've done a couple lives sort of about this, but this is going to really dive deep as well. Um, and then I promise we're getting to the topic. I feel like I'm chattering on more than usual today <laughs> before we get to the full topic. Um, I'm also giving you a free guide on booking podcast interviews, uh, both in terms of bringing guests on and booking yourself as a guest elsewhere as well. So this guide is including kind of figuring out some of your expert topics. Uh, it, it explains more of what that means. And I'll go into that a little bit more um, uh, in this mini series as well. How to reach out and maximize the interview to help you build your brand and your business. Um, super important key points to remember when reaching out and even a template that you can use as well. So all of that can be found in the show notes. Um, just jump over there, drop in your email address and it will land straight in your email inbox. Um, just make sure to check your junk folder. I know sometimes it all happens to the best of us. Sometimes it ends up in there. Um, it's going to be coming from info at emilygoffcoaching.com. Okay. So you can take a peek for that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this. And this is stuff that I, I teach my students as well, uh, like privately. So I just really wanted to give you the tools to take this to the next level because I'm just, I'm so passionate about this. Okay. Finally, I'm, I'm done all the, all the housekeeping things. So let's dive in. <laughs> so pitching and publicity. Let's talk about why you should be pitching. First and foremost, it's because you want to have an impact. I know that you want to have an impact because that's why you're listening to this podcast. That, that is the entire foundation that I have built my, my business on is having an impact. So if you're here, if you're listening, if you're tuning in, I know that it's because you want to have an impact too. You want to have a positive impact on another human being and to help them learn somehow something that you have to teach in your unique way that they will benefit from. You want to have an impact. You have an important message to share that someone out there needs to hear. And right now, more than ever, we need more people stepping up to the plate to be amazing role models. We need that more than ever. This is absolutely not the time to be silent and to pull back. It is scary right now. There's a lot of fear in the world right now. Huge, huge amount of fear. And we all feel that. I, I think honestly, we're all dealing with a little bit of like some low level depression right now too. Like again, the, the lack of connection, um, 
we're, we're grieving a little bit. Life feels just so wildly different from what it usually does. And we're all feeling that. But this is not the time to pull away and hide. You need to step up as a leader more than ever before. And people will remember how you showed up for them right now. Especially because this is such a difficult time. This is when people take note more than ever how people made them feel. And if you just drop off the face of the earth because it feels easier right now, that's going to hurt you in the longer term. If we're, you know, if we're talking like from a business standpoint, especially because connection is already, has already become harder right now. We can't go to live events. We can't, we can't connect with people in person. So the only other way to do that is virtually. And if you choose to hide right now, you're not going to be able to have the impact that you want to have. And I always still balance this out against the mental health aspect of this, because again, that's, that's a big part of, of what I do. And, and I'm really passionate about that. But what I want to encourage you to do is that on the days where you are feeling overwhelmed, rest, but don't stop. I don't want you to come to a complete stop because that completely halts your momentum. And it's so much harder to start again when you're at a dead stop. So when you have those days where you don't feel like pushing, where you're overwhelmed, where you you're having a tough time, I want you to rest. I want you to pull back a little bit. I just don't want you to pull back for months or, or, you know, weeks and weeks at a time. I want you to, to take the rest that you need and to come back even bigger and better than before, even when it feels a little bit scary. Okay. Then in terms of pitching and publicity as a side benefit to pitching and publicity, it's free. You guys, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> No, you do not have to pay Mark Zuckerberg for this. If you want the answer to getting more traction and publicity without Facebook ads, this is it. Yes, it will take more work and time and energy up front. It definitely will. Not that Facebook ads are, are a joke or any joke in terms of energy output either, because I don't have a ton of experience with Facebook ads, but the tiny little bit that I do, they can seem very overwhelming. <laughs> Especially when you're just getting sorry, you don't know what you're doing. Um, so yes, of course, publicity and pitching is going to take uh, some energy and effort, just like anything else up front. But what I love about it is that it's almost like passive income. Um, you know, we, publicity works for you while you're sleep while you sleep. We're all a fan of passive income, right? That's kind of that's the dream. We all want the passive income, but it's it's kind of like passive advertising, and there's going to be more work up front but then it goes to work for you. It absolutely goes to work for you. And publicity is a forward feed cycle. The more publicity you gain, the more people find you organically without you having to continue pitching. Uh, a friend of mine, Christine Hansen, I've had her on the podcast. I will reference um, the episode. She's a sleep expert. She's absolutely fantastic. And she put in a ton of work uh, a few years ago, right up front for publicity. She pitched herself to all the places. She spent probably a good three or four months, I would say, really going deep into this. And now she has companies and really major, major brands reaching out to her without her even having to pitch, asking her for her advice and, and uh, to come on as you know, a guest expert and stuff like that because she put in all of that work up front. She's now done a TED Talk, like all, all the things which is just amazing. I absolutely love to see that. And that's a huge inspiration for me as well. And I hope that it is for you too, because it shows what's possible. It's such a forward feed cycle. 
it continues to pay you back more and more over time. And, and although I still always recommend continuing to pitch and to level up, I, I still always recommend that, but it just becomes almost a little bit easier in some ways over time, because then you can show this entire body of work behind you where you've been featured here and, and you've gotten onto this podcast and you've been published there and you, you booked this speaking engagement, whatever that looks like, then it, it becomes easier to, it, it's a ladder. You can continue to pitch yourself higher and higher and higher because then you can prove that you've already done the work elsewhere. So through pitching, I have been interviewed for, oh gosh, I was trying to count before this, at least 20 different podcasts, at least, if, if not more. Um, and I'm, I'm booking more and more guest appearances all the time. So that number is only going to continue to grow. I've been uh, published on various websites like Thrive Global. Uh, I've booked several speaking engagements. <laughs> a small caveat to that is that uh, for 2020, it's looking like many of the speaking engagements that I had booked are being um, delayed into next year. So it's a little bit unfortunate, but we're all dealing with much bigger issues, so it's fine. <laughs> but it has gotten me speaking engagements and there are still all kinds of opportunities virtually as well. Um, I've had my podcast featured on lists like uh, Pretty Progressive's top 30 inspiring podcasts for women in their 20s. I have boosted the visibility of, of me, my story, my podcast, my brand, and my message all in one, which is just incredible. And that in turn has led to my podcast being consistently featured on the charts in Apple for my category of mental health. Not only that, but even like kind of most important to me, I've built relationships with people that I otherwise would never have had access to both in terms of the, the people who, who are booking me to, you know, come on their podcast or, or um, uh, go to their event or whatever, but with the people who, who attend or who show up or who tune in or who listen. It's built relationships with those people that I would never otherwise have had. And pitching goes both ways. You might be pitching to get yourself onto someone else's platform, or you might be pitching to bring someone else onto yours. And we're going to kind of cover both sides of this. Plus, this is also going to help you to better weed through the pitches that you receive to get to the people that you truly want to associate with and that will not only benefit you, but more importantly, will benefit your listeners and the people that you want to impact the most. This is a circle of trust. This is absolutely a circle of trust because you need to be showing up with value when you're pitching someone else because you're asking to get in front of their audience that they have built trust with. So that's a big ask. This is why people take pitching very seriously. And in turn, you should be very serious about who you accept pitches from because you are also putting that hard-earned trust that you've built with your people on the line too. So you have to make sure that things are aligning really well. And I've done some other podcast episodes about this that I'll, I'll reference in the show notes as well because uh, again, I'm bringing it back to this trust factor. This trust factor is huge huge. It's absolutely critical. And this is the part of pitching that so often gets ignored. So I'm going to reference several different episodes. Um, there's, there's kind of like a whole list there that I think are going to be really important for you. Um, and again, in terms of the kind of like passive income with publicity working for you while, while you sleep, there's also things like SEO. So this means that things like um, when you get featured on a ton of different places, that means that when somebody just types your name into Google, all of those other places are going to come up and people are going to be like, damn, Emily's been featured here, 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 here. It automatically gives you credibility. 
automatic credibility because you can show that you've been featured all of these different places. And it's also great evergreen content as well. So, you know, you can do a, a podcast episode um, next week. You can, you can be featured on, on somebody's podcast episode next week or have somebody on your podcast that months and even years later from now is still gaining traction. I have a podcast episode with uh, Dr. Jade Tita, whom I adore. He, I, I've, I knew of him for several years. Then I met him at, at a couple events and stuff like that. And then I had him on the podcast. Guys, that podcast episode was... I think it's episode 17 out of nearly like we're almost at 200 and it still gets downloaded all the time. It is my second most downloaded episode out of 200. That's incredible. So then when people look up him, they're also finding me and vice versa. It, it's, it's a mutually beneficial relationship, but I'm frustrated because I get pitches every single week that are not good at all. And all it would take would be a little bit of effort and some very small, reasonable amounts of common sense to make it better. And moreover, I'm frustrated because I know that there are amazing people out there with messages and stories that need to be shared and heard. And we're all missing out on those powerful moments because their pitches are either non-existent and they're not pitching at all, or the pitches are terrible. Because here's, here's the thing that I haven't even got to yet is that you might be listening to this episode going, holy shit, I've never pitched myself. <laughs> and don't worry, you are not alone. That's why I'm doing this episode and, and this, this little mini series, because there was a long time where I didn't pitch myself for anything. I just assumed that the magical publicity gods were going to come out of the sky and hand me all kinds of opportunities and go, oh, here you go. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, guys. <laughs> Anyone you ask, who has managed to get to, you know, the, a respected uh, place in their field, anyone you ask has had to pitch themselves in one way or another. You, you have to apply for that job. You have to uh, work your way up the ladder. You have to uh, um, apply for that book deal. You know, whatever it takes, you're going to have to put yourself out there and it's going to involve kind of like selling, selling yourself essentially. Because you're selling you, you're selling your message, you're selling your story. And if you aren't pitching yourself yet, I don't want you to worry because that's what we're going to cover here. But I want you to start understanding how important it is and that it is an absolutely critical ingredient to your success, including and most importantly, to the level of impact that you will be able to have. So first of all, don't ever assume that anyone knows you. I don't think that most people who listen to this podcast would, would necessarily assume that anyway, but there, I, I, I sometimes will run into people who are like, oh, you don't know who I am. <laughs> Maybe that's a Bali thing because there's so many influencers there. I don't know. <laughs> but I have run into that where people are almost surprised that I don't know who they are or I'll be talking to somebody else and they'll, they'll drop someone's name into conversation and they're surprised that I don't know who they am. Listen, always assume that the other person has no clue who you are because unless you're Beyonce, nobody, nobody is, can make that assumption. <laughs> okay. We all know who Beyonce is, but she's basically the only one on the planet who gets to assume that. Okay. So assume that everyone has no clue who you are. Okay. And the reason why pitching is so important is because you'll never know until you ask and you'll never get anywhere in life unless you ask. 
because the answer to every question that doesn't get asked is no. That's the automatic answer because you haven't even asked the question. So what's the worst that can happen by pitching yourself? Another no? You're no worse off. And what's the best that could happen? What if you got a yes? What would that look like? These are the kinds of things that I want you to really start thinking about here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of switch gears and hopefully I've sold you on why pitching and publicity are so crucially important. So I want to give you some examples of pitches that will get you nowhere, okay? This is really important because again, I see these pitches landing in my inbox multiple times per week, multiple times per week. And they, they are all very similar in that they're usually completely tone deaf. <laughs> so I really want to highlight what is wrong with these pitches so that you don't make these same mistakes. I'm not coming at this from, from a negative point of view. I'm being brutally honest here that I want you to fully understand and comprehend what a bad pitch looks like so that you can do it 10 times better and stand out from the crowd. Because I'm getting so many poor pitches, I can only imagine what other people are getting who have you know massive, like, like far bigger audiences. And it wouldn't actually take that much to stand out from the crowd a little bit. If all these pitches are not great, Think about what you could do with, with some effort and some energy to come up with a really awesome pitch that is absolutely going to shine in somebody's inbox. Okay. So some examples of pitches that will get you nowhere. First of all, when people are pitching to me to get onto my podcast, when they make it incredibly obvious that they have never listened to my podcast or ever even so much as read the description, <laughs> problem number one. <laughs> And you would be shocked, guys. Some of these are so tone deaf. Like, it's just, it's, it's astonishing to me. <laughs> um, you know, if, if uh, anyone who makes it super obvious that they know nothing about my audience and who I speak to or, or what my audience needs to hear, that's a huge problem for me because I'm never going to put anyone on the podcast that I feel my audience won't get anything out of or, or uh, have some benefit in some way. And you know, also assuming that I know who you are and that I know your story. I've had some of those drop in as well, not nearly as many, but again, I'm going to bring it back to the Beyonce thing. <laughs> Always assume that people have no clue who you are. <laughs> okay. Otherwise it honestly just comes across as really arrogant and that leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Um, I, I don't, I don't really want anything to do with that. It, and nobody does people having humility and approaching life in a more humble way is not only going to just serve you far better. Um, but it's, it's just, people are going to respond to that in a far better way because no one likes arrogance. Like, like no one enjoys people who are super arrogant. It's not a particularly pleasant quality. So I don't want you to, to make that mistake, even if that's not how you intended just make sure that, that you're coming across in, in the way that is true to you and, and being really humble. Okay. This was one of my least favorite pitches lands in the DMS. Hey girl, can I be on your podcast or worse yet? The other one that I've gotten is, Hey girl, want to trade podcast interviews? Okay. <laughs> okay. Get ready. Cause I have a bit of a rant about these because I, I get these ones on a semi-regular basis. The, the, just these sneaky little DMS from somebody that I have no idea who they are or whatever. Hey girl, can I be in your podcast or Hey girl, want to trade podcast interviews? No, 
No, I don't, Karen. Because <laughs> I've never heard of you before. I don't even know what you do for a living or a single thing about you. And yet you're popping into my DMs, pretending we're besties and casually asking to be part of a platform I have poured every ounce of my heart into to have access to the people I work so hard to serve and of whom I'm very protective and wanting access to my time, energy, and platform without so much as stringing together a complete sentence, utilizing the full spectrum of the English language that indicates why we should collaborate in any way. And why is it worse that you're also asking to trade podcast interviews before we even know each other, Karen? Because now you're asking for even more of my time and energy, and particularly in the event that we're on different playing fields in terms of reach, and much more importantly, trust, that's an even bigger invasion of what I've worked so hard to create and build and the relationships established with my guests, listeners, and audience that I hold so dear. And if I don't know who you are, Karen, I definitely don't know who your audience is and if I would even be a good fit for them. Nor do I have any idea if I would be willing to send my people to your platform to tune in. And you know what, Karen? Nobody has time for that shit. So no, Karen, you cannot be on my podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That is basically exactly what goes through my head when I get DMs like that. I shut it down immediately. And I, I still always make sure to respond, you know, like, thank you, but no, I, I don't think that we're going to be a good fit. Because I, I can't. I, why, why on earth would somebody think that that was a really great pitch when I, I literally have no clue who these people are? It's not like, it's not like we're Instagram friends or, or anything. These people will come out of the woodwork and just randomly drop a DM. And, and, and I'm not alone in this. I, I have many, many people who have told me that they get very similar uh, DMs. So I'm not unique or, or special in any way. Where it's this one line, hey, can I be in your podcast? I, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. I don't know anything about you. You haven't given me any indication what you are offering or what you're about or what your story is. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Here's another one, another poor example of, of a pitch. This one was, was very recent. It was only a few weeks ago. And, and some guy that I haven't talked to since high school, I, I went to school with him years and years and years ago. Um, he reached out to me to tell me about his app. And he said it looked like I was doing well for myself or something. And, and <laughs> like, okay, that means you, I, I don't even know what that means exactly, but whatever. And said that he wanted to see if there was any way we might work together. Great. That's cool. He dropped in the link for his app. Uh, the app looked amazing, seemed as though it's, it's doing well. I, I mean, again, that's a pretty big assumption to make, but it, it seemed to have like a decent following and um, it looked like it had been around for a little while. It kind of established I'm like, okay, but how does the app benefit me and my audience? Like, tell me how it helps me and my people. Don't, don't make me try to spend hours figuring it out. So I thought I'd give him, um, I thought I would give him an opportunity to do so. So I, I, I responded, I thanked him, I congratulated him on his success, told him everything looked great. And then I said, this is a quote, I said, did you have something specific in mind uh, for how it might best work with my audience in the work that I do? I'm always open to new ideas, end quote. The response I got said, <laughs> quote, I'd have to learn a bit more about what you do. I briefly looked at your website, end quote. That's it. That, that was it. Nothing else. End of story. Do you know how much money you're leaving on the table when you take that approach? 
<laughs> not to mention, if he reaches out to me again, I am absolutely not going to be in any rush to work with him because he's shown so little initiative. Just reaching out is not enough. You have to actually put in some effort here. Not only that, but his response didn't invite any further conversation. It felt like he slammed the metaphorical door shut without leaving it open even a crack, and it absolutely did not even invite conversation. Here's how that pitch should have gone for it to be successful and to entice me to want to, to learn more and to work with him. He should have asked me questions about, about my audience and, and what it is that I do and, and all of that. He, he could have been more engaged and, and created engagement partly through asking questions and showing a real genuine interest. Like, don't come out of the woodwork just because you all of a sudden realize that someone might have a platform with numbers of people that you want access to. That's gross, you guys. Like, that's slimy. That is just, that's, that's icky. That is not what I'm about. And I, I know that you are not about that either. That is, that's, that left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I also actually genuinely laughed out loud because I'm like, I literally feel like he just slammed the door shut on the conversation that he initiated in the first place. <laughs> and who knows, maybe we could have helped each other, but if you aren't even gonna bother to take the time to explain anything about what you do. Guys, I literally spent 20 minutes on his website trying to figure out the app thing. Because again, since I knew him from years ago, I'm like, you know, fine. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I was trying to figure it out. I honestly still couldn't tell you what his app does. I have no idea. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not that technologically like declining. I, I, I spent some time and I was looking at, and I don't even usually spend that much time looking at, but I'm like, no, no, I'm going to look into this. You know, maybe, maybe there's something here. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what his app does, <laughs> which is also a sign of poor marketing, but that's another whole separate issue. Um, there, there was another pitch that I got, uh, again, semi-recently, um, it was somebody that I had met a couple times in passing and then out of the blue sent me, he sent me an email and it was this really awkwardly worded thing where he listed a couple things that he wanted to, uh, I think he, he phrased it something along the lines of, of giving, giving my audience more information on, but it was like two or three word descriptions that didn't make any sense, did not align with what I do or anything that my podcast is about. And then he finished an already bad pitch with, uh, quote, yes, this is a blatant attempt to be a guest on your podcast, end quote, with a laughing emoji. <laughs> that is not going to twist my arm or make me any more likely to bring you on board. <laughs> also, just an aside, if you have to spell that out, like if you have to actually spell out that by the way, this is a pitch, essentially, it means that your pitch was probably kind of terrible to begin with. If you think that I wasn't going to be able to read the lines, like read between the lines of what you were trying to say. And, and better yet, don't make someone read between the lines anyway. Craft your pitch in a way that makes it crystal clear what you're trying to accomplish. You want to make it so super simple and easy because, listen, people, people are busy. And I'm not into like the busy is a badge of honor thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a thing, but I try not to subscribe to that. Like, like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm not, I'm not into that vibe. But people are generally busy. There's just, there's a lot going on. And 
our attention spans keep getting shorter, thanks to things like social media, uh, TikTok, now, <laughs> like all the things, right? <laughs> our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter, and our inboxes are getting more and more full. So you need to make it so simple and clear for somebody to understand exactly what you are asking for in as concise a manner as possible and in a way that grabs their attention. And that sounds like a tall order, right? Like that can seem like a tall order, but I promise that once you start to get the hang of this, it's not going to feel nearly as hard as you think. And I, I'm really going to walk you through this to help you feel more comfortable in how you're showing up and the way that you are reaching out to people. Whether you are trying to book, you know, let's say you have your own podcast, you're trying to book uh, people for your own podcast to bring guests on, or if you are trying to book yourself elsewhere. Again, I like speaking engagements, um, written work, um, you know, a, a podcast guest appearance for yourself somewhere else, whatever that looks like. I'm going to help walk you through this to make it super, super crystal clear. And don't forget, I've also got this guide for you that is going to walk you through all of this as well about bringing guests on and booking yourself uh, elsewhere, figuring out your expert topics, how to reach out and maximize the interview, um, building your, your brand and your business through publicity and the key points that you need to remember when you're reaching out. And I've also included templates that I actually use myself. Like I, these are tried and true. Like I have reached out to dozens of podcast guests that some of which are, are like very kind of high, like big names in their respective fields. And, uh, they have almost always worked. Um, almost, almost every single time actually. <laughs> and I'm giving you uh, a little sneak peek at that so that you can incorporate that into your own business as well. All of this said, I do want to stress one thing here. And that is that you are not going to get accepted for every pitch that you put out there. But that's a good thing because you can use those no's as an opportunity to grow and improve to take another look at, at your pitch, see what you can change, tweak, make it better. The number of times, I, I know people who have been trying to get onto Forbes for years and it took maybe something like, I, I know one person where it took them something like 22 or 23 pitches to get onto Forbes, but they did it. They got onto Forbes. This is the kind of stuff that I want you to understand. I know people who have been turned down for dozens of, of book deals, dozens before they finally landed one. And what would happen if they never pitched themselves in the first place? They would never get any farther ahead. They would stay exactly where they are and they would never grow. And that is not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about getting uncomfortable and finding the room to grow. And in this case, I am challenging you. I'm so fired up about this. <laughs> so I'm making it a two-parter because I'm like, there is too much spicy Emily right now for one episode. <laughs> I need to break this up. <laughs> there is There are too many people out there who are staying comfortable and not putting themselves out there. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to make the impact that I know you are capable of having. And you know, you're capable of having it too. You know, deep down that you are, are built for more. You are not designed for a small life and you have larger audiences to reach. You have people who absolutely need to hear what they have, what you have to say in the exact way that you have to say it, given your, your unique life experiences. So that's why I'm so pumped up about this. And I do not want you to be encouraged, to be discouraged by no's. I want that to fuel your fire even more, to be better, to continue to grow, to continue to 
uh, step onto different platforms and then come back, you know, circle back to that one platform that you desperately want to be on once you've built more of that up and they're going to be that much more likely to say yes. Okay. So please go grab the free guide that I've got for you. It's all in the show notes. Please stay tuned for next episode for part two of this whole series um, on Tuesday, because now I'm going to be going into some really great pitches that I've gotten and how you can craft a really fantastic pitch that is going to serve you in the long term. I'm going to be giving you super specifics on this one, guys, uh, so that you can absolutely take this to the next level. And don't forget, I'm also, uh, I also have some, some other episodes referenced here that are going to be really important to kind of go hand in hand with all of this. So episode 128, um, protecting your brand and why trust is a must with your audience. Episode 190, uh, about how to have the presence to fill a room and know your worth. That's a really important part of pitching is knowing what you are worth. We're going to go more into that in the next episode as well. And episode 131, um, how to book, interview, and build a relationship with podcast guests. Because that relationship is so key. And that's a big part of, again, what gets left on the table in a lot of, in a lot of cases. People will book a guest and it's like, one done, forget about it. No, no. You want to maintain and build that relationship both before, during, and after any potential appearance on, on their podcast or their platform or, or uh, having them on yours, whatever that looks like. Okay. All of those will also be referenced in the show notes. I'm just super excited about all of this, as you can tell. <laughs> so please stay tuned for part two. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you do not miss it. It'll be downloaded straight to your phone. And um, I would also recommend hitting subscribe if you haven't already, because I'm going to be dropping little bonus episodes that I won't really be talking about anywhere else. Um, and as well, I'm going live every single day, Instagram and Facebook uh, over at Emily Goff Coach, um, 8 a.m. Eastern every single day. Okay. So pop in over there and we're talking online business, uh, entrepreneurship, podcasting, mental health, how to deal with this pandemic situation that we're in all of the things. There's a different topic every single day. Okay. All right, guys, thank you so much. And I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.